What's up, ladies and gents? Welcome to the Pot on the Go show. I'm your host, Raz, and we're back again. Uh, I'm coming at you late this time because I feel like crap. Uh, I got like flu symptoms. I've been in bed all day, but the show must go on. If I was working a regular nine to five, still in the factory, driving a forklift, uh, doing something that I hated, I was still going to work because I was still want to get paid. And also, like, I, I can't preach consistency over and over on the show without being consistent myself. It would be like a guy sipping a milkshake telling me that, you know, sugar's bad for me. So here we are. I feel like crap. I look like crap, but I'm still going to try and give you guys some quality content um, to help you improve your podcast. Hopefully the stream is up because it's uh, it's flickering right now. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. If not, I'll re-upload it. Okay. So today on the podcast, we are going to do the segment analyzing a great podcast all right again this is gonna be a very short show very short episode um because i don't feel great but i'm gonna try and dive as deep as i can in a very short amount of time just like this podcast does uh and it's the podcast is you need a budget the you need a budget podcast it's a finance podcast going along with our theme of monetization and monetizing a podcast uh this is a podcast on finance where he's monetized his podcast by promoting his software service that is a budgeting software. Brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. They started in 2004 with the actual service, according to their, uh, according to the website, the actual uh, online. I think it just started as a spreadsheet they were selling, uh, from what I can remember. And then they turned it into an online platform that rivals, you know, QuickBooks. It rivals any other, you know, Mint, any other kind of of online budgeting software so it's really really cool and from that he created a podcast a short podcast uh, a lot of people ask me this is probably one of the most important questions i get from people the most popular questions i get from uh some of my podcast uh clients is how long should my podcast be whatever <laughs> however long you could do it consistently that's what i tell people every time it seems like a uh a political answer, but it's not consistency. Again, it's key. It's however long you can do it on a consistent basis. His podcast is short. When I started listening to him originally in like 2013 is, uh, it was like the first podcast I binge listened to. And they were like five minute, six minute episodes, sometimes three minutes. But you know what, with the, sh with, because it's short, he's able to put in a ton of quality content. He's not adding in filler. He's not adding in a bunch of ads. He's not, you know, telling you, you know, stuff that doesn't even help you on a daily basis. Just constant ways you can improve your finances and get out of debt, live a happier life. You know, you you find, you know, what is it? Your money or your life is a book he recommended on one of his shows. It's one of the first, again, it's one of the first podcasts I ever binge listened to, and I still love it to this day. And here's a short. Like I said, they probably average less than 10 minutes, you know, probably nine to 10 minutes. It looks like in the beginning, they were like 15 minutes or so. And then for a long time, they were like three to five minutes from what I can tell. His, uh, and then, uh, and what else? And the, yeah. And the later ones now read the more recent episodes, he's doing more interviews. So they're longer, you know, 20, 30, 40 minute interviews. So that's pretty cool. But that's the cool thing about podcasts. You can do whatever you want to, but he's kept it consistent. Another cool thing about his podcast is very focused, very focused. He only talks about finance. He only talks about budgeting. He only talks about wide nap. He doesn't sell or have any other sponsors. It's just 
you know, quality content for you, valuable nuggets that you can use to improve your own finances and to promote his service. It's all, it's all linked together. Um, so that's a really cool thing about it. There's a lot of podcasts that just talk about anything, you know, they talk about anything they haven't niched down. They haven't found a, uh, you know, found a sweet spot where it's just certain things they talk about. They just want to talk about everything and nobody, you know, really cares, you know, famous people can get away with it. But if you are a local podcast, you have to have a very specific niche. I that's at least that's what I recommend a very specific niche, very focused content. So that people know, so that people think of you when they want to share a podcast on your topic, when they are talking to somebody about that topic. Right. So I know I'm helping to launch a whiskey, relaunch a whiskey podcast coming up soon. Uh, it's, it's called tales from the hill. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be relaunching it. So I've started asking other people, what other whiskey podcasts do they listen to? And people think immediately like all these podcasts I've never heard of, because they focus specifically on whiskey. If on your podcast, you talk about cigars and whiskey, but you also talk about football and baseball, or you also talk about, I don't know, X-rated topics and, and just random news, news things. Nobody's going to think about you for whiskey for me to listen to you for whiskey. Does that make sense? So nobody's going to share your podcast. So that's something really cool about it. It connects to his business. This is uh, another thing that I get from a lot of people. They, that want to launch a podcast, they want to launch something that doesn't relate to the expertise. A lot of people want to do this. You know, they have an interest in pottery. So they want to do a pottery podcast, but they're doctors, <laughs> you know, it's like do a podcast on, on being, you know, on medicine, do a podcast on health, do a podcast on nutrition, but don't do a podcast on pottery first, you know, start with what you know, first start with what people think about you for first. That's where, that's where you start. That's where you start. And then you can branch out to something else. Once that grows and you get a hang of, and you built the audience, then you can also promote your, your hobby podcast to something, somebody else, but start with what you know. And that's really, that's really how you monetize a podcast. I think if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner or CEO or a marketing director, start with your business, you know, build that up first. They, they started their business. I think it says, let me check their website in 2004. Yeah. Started their business in 2004 and their first podcast was in 2011 from what I can tell. So they've been doing it 10 years now. How cool is that? 10 years of a podcast consistently, consistently. Right. And then everything connects back to their business from all the podcasts I hear. He doesn't maybe he does on some if he has a guest or something he just wants to promote because he loves the service. But I haven't I've never heard him promote anything but his business. Why nab in the service? Another cool thing is that he even from the very beginning, when I'm listening to episode six or seven doing research for the show, he is integrating. The and I don't have this on my list, but he's integrating his his users, he's integrating his you know, his, his, uh, his users of the, of the spreadsheet in the podcast already, they have a form somewhere and he's communicating with them. He's engaging with his clients and he's shouting them out and interviewing them even on the, you know, on the show. So that's, that's really, that's a really cool way to engage your audience. And then they want to share it, you know, with their friends and family to say that, Hey, I was on a podcast, you know, like how cool is that? That's 
to some people, it's really cool. To some people, it's really cool. It was cool to me. Anytime I'm on another somebody else's podcast, I still think it's really cool. You know, so if you can engage your clients in a way that makes them feel good about using your service and makes them feel a part of your service or your podcast, that's that's key. That's huge. You know, that's huge. And then doing that over time, over 10 years, like like YNAB does, doing it over 10 years, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, advertising and marketing because it's going to be strictly word of mouth and people are just going to associate you. Anytime somebody thinks of buzzing software, they're going to think of YNAB. I've actually bought the bought the service twice. I bought it like when I first started listening to the podcast, I don't know, seven years ago. And then uh, recently, like last year, I bought it again. Never stuck with it. <laughs> just to be honest, I never stuck with it, but I learned a lot from it. And the concept of give every dollar a job, that's something that, uh, you know, that's something I just always keep in my mind now, especially running a business. I, you know, I don't necessarily need a service, but I do need the advice from him. I do need the, the, the motivation, the, the insight from Jesse Meekum, which is the, the host of the podcast. If I didn't say that already, Jesse Meekum is the host and owner of YDAB. So, yeah. Uh, consistent. Yeah. So again, another thing I want to say real quick before I get to consistency is that Yes, it like the, the cool thing about YNAB is that it, it helps me through real estate and think about real estate and how to, again, give every dollar a job. Like he has advice on there for people like real estate agents or salesmen or, you know, whatever. Anybody who has kind of like a feast or famine, you know, if, if you have a, a service online or online shop or a, you know, you live in a real touristy location like a lot of businesses in Savannah. It's kind of like feast or famine. There's certain times of the year where you're killing it. You're bringing in a lot of money, a lot of money. And then there's certain times of the year where nothing is coming in, you know? So YNAB kind of gives you a system to plan ahead for that so that you're living a month out or two months out or a year out instead of backwards, you know? So that is, uh, you know, that's just some, that's a mentality that every business owner really needs. And lastly, consistency. It's what I preach all the time. It's what I'm doing right now, even though I feel like crap. I'm still here recording, still here producing a show. Uh, his first episode was in 2011. From what I could tell on iTunes, I guess I didn't use iTunes, but Pocket Cast is the app I use. Uh, he has 498 episodes published. You know, that's about 50 a year. So he's, that's out of 10 years, that's right on. He hasn't taken many days off. He's maybe taking, you know, two, three, four weeks off. So how, how cool is that? You know? And when you do that, and even on top of that, like he's had the same intro since episode six and he got it from a, a user of his service and he shouted the user out. The user of his service was a, you know, audio engineer or something. I don't know what he was, but I listened to episode six and he shouted the guy out that gave him the music. Like how cool that's cool. Like that's a way to engage your listeners. That's a way to say thank you to the people that support you and keeping it consistent for 500 episodes, the same intro. I've already changed my intro music twice. <laughs> and I've done this for two weeks, you know? So that's, that's a lesson in consistency. Like just doing the same thing over and over. Uh, I actually have a clip of it. Let me see if I have it. And it's really short. So that's something else. If you're doing a five minute, 10 minute show, you don't need a super long intro. You know, you don't need a super long outro. You just need, uh, I lost it. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Yeah. You don't need a super long intro or outro. You don't need none of that stuff. You just need, you know, something short to get people to the, here it is. 
Hello, wine members. My name is Jesse Meekham, and this is podcast number 468 for wine. That's it. That was five seconds. Five or six seconds. Ten seconds after after the introduction. That's it. That's all you need. You don't need something super long. Just get to the content. Get to the content. Some some podcasts, especially these comedy podcasts, which I'm starting to hate comedy podcasts. Um, so what they do is that, you know, they'll put, you know, 30, 20, 20, 15 to 20 minutes worth of ads in the in the beginning of the show. And you just skip over it. You know, like, what's the point of that? I mean, I get it. They're making money, but that's not adding anything. I, I'm all about adding value to your listeners the you know adding the most value possible you know ads are cool if everybody's got to make money i get that you got to have some kind of return on investment for all the work you put into your podcast but you know 10 15 20 minutes of ads at the beginning of your show is just adding to the noise and that's what i'm tired of like there are so many podcasts out here and 99 of them just are just noise you know just noise all right so last but not least Come on, baby. Last but not least is uh, my final thoughts. This this whole week has been about monetization, and your podcast should complement your business. You should have a business opportunity before you even think about starting a podcast. You should, if you are, you know, maybe you sell T-shirts online, start a podcast around fashion, start a podcast around news or, or hip-hop or whatever your T-shirt brand is. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever your t-shirt brand, whoever that target market is, start a podcast with that target market. If you're if you sell candles, if you sell oil, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, you know, whatever you sell, start a podcast around your business first, around your expertise first. It should complement what you're doing there. People will listen. People will it'll, it'll not only will people listen, people will want to share because they see you're an expert. And on top of that, people will, you know. Your, your authority will will rise as well, because now you're talking about a subject on a regular basis and people are coming becoming to trust you, you know, beginning to trust you because they know you at least do some research and that you think about it all the time. And it's just what you do. So, yeah. So your podcast should complement your business, not the other way, not the other way around. You shouldn't start a podcast thinking it's going to be a great business opportunity. You should have a business and then use your podcast to complement it and bring money back to you so that. That is, you know, just an easy way to get return on investment. Okay. And you're going to invest a lot into a podcast. I'm telling you, I, you see, I got this mic today. It's because I have this mic, you know, I have four of these mics. That's thousands of dollars with the, with the boom on, with the nice boom on. And then I have, you know, the Zoom P4. I just bought it this week. I have this, you know, Tascam DR60D and then none of them really work with my computer. There's some type of, uh, some type of crazy background noise. So I had to go back to the old trusty, the audio technica AT2100, I believe it is. And it plugs into the USB and it works great. You know, you're going to invest a lot of, but I invest a lot of money in this stuff. And it's making me upset that I spent thousands of dollars on these really nice mic mics. And I still have to use, use this one. So, you know, once I get these working again, They'll be the greatest mics ever. I'll have the greatest studio ever. You know, it's a million dollar studio, but you know, that I'm that I'm working in right now will be the greatest studio ever. But until then, we got old trusty. All right. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I appreciate you. I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully early if I feel better. 
And um, yeah, love you guys. Peace out.